The She Can Show is a live motivational conversation packed with inspiration, encouragement, and tools. Get ready to receive step-by-step tools that will make you realize where you are, but motivate you to get you where you need to be. Be ready to be encouraged to tackle your fears, your goals, and the very thing you've always dreamed of doing. I'm Najma Calhoun, and I get so excited about sisterhood, traveling, and turning your can'ts into cans. I encourage you to embrace your past, conquer your fears, and I provide you with the tools to help you become the best version of yourself. Grab yourself and come as you are. Just get ready to redefine and reimagine the woman that you were created to be. This is The She Can Show. Hey, sis. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the She Can Show. Sis, I don't know where you're tuning in today from, but you can take your lashes off. You can take your wig off. You can take your hair down. You can move that problem to the side. You can just show up the way you are. I'm so excited today. Can I officially welcome you to the She Can Show? I don't know, sis, why I'm so excited, but I think I'm so excited because this was a three-year dream that I was sitting on in fear three years ago. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to start a show, and I was just afraid. I don't know of what, but I'm just happy that today we get to have some much-needed sister time. We get to laugh. We get to talk about some things, and we can just show up the way we are. So I'm so happy you're here. Sis, where are you tuning in from today? Is it your bed? Are you at work? Are the kids in the background acting up? Tell them to calm down just for a moment, just for a moment, so you can have some sister time. Sis, if you've never met me before, my name is Najma Calhoun and I am the founder of the She Can Movement. I also am a social worker, and you better know this about me I am a chick. Chick-fil-A lover. Do I have any other Chick-fil-A lovers in the building? Come on, sis. Testify your favorite Chick-fil-A meal. Testify your favorite Chick-fil-A sauce. Mine is Polynesian. Okay. With the nuggets and the fries. Dip, dip. Oh, and now I love those Oreo milkshakes, but I'm trying to eat better. Okay. Let me stay on track. This is your sister. When I tell you that I am your sister that is always ready to book a girl's trip, I'm going to tell you that, sis, right now and right now only. I'm ready for the girl's trip. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Thailand? Do you want to go to Italy? Oh, I think I heard you say Greece. Did you say Santorini? Where you want to go? Oh, you said Bali? Let's go. You said Dubai? Oh, I've been there, so I know where to go. Tell me where you want to go, sis, because I'm ready and my bags are packed. All you got to say is go, and we going, sis. Welcome to the She Can Show. Sis, I'm so excited about the show because when you come to the show, there's going to be a time for you to check in with yourself. This is the check-in time. It's time for you to just check in with yourself to say, hey, self, how you been doing? You doing okay, self? I see you got a little attitude over there, self. You okay? Did somebody make you mad? What's going on, self? You get to check in with you. You get to check in with the happy parts of you. Maybe you've been very happy and you want to say, self, why have I been so happy lately? I like this. Am I eating better? What am I doing better? 
I know a lot of times as women, we don't have scheduled uninterrupted time to check in with ourselves. And so this is the check-in time. Don't worry, sis, if you don't do it every day, it's okay. Cause that's why we've created this section in the show. So you can pause and reflect on how you've been doing to process any emotions and just to see where you are. It's check-in time. So here's the check-in for today, but I got a little plot twist, okay? So here's the thing. Everyone has been saying, what is your New Year's resolution? Ooh, ooh. It almost feels like a pinch when someone asks me that. I'm not mad at the people that are asking us that. I'm not mad, sis. I'm just saying, I just don't want to hear the question again. What's your New Year resolution for the year? You know when somebody, what's your New Year resolution? I don't got no New Year resolution. (laughs) I don't have one. I don't have one. I want to make a public announcement. I don't have a new year resolution this year. And I'm not talking about, I'm not saying I don't have any goals. I'm not saying I'm not trying to work on becoming a better version of myself. I'm not saying that I don't have any dreams. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't have any new year resolutions right now. Can I get a witness on one? Can can we just pause the resolutions for a moment? Can we just pause? Can we pause those resolutions for me? You know when the question is about to come, just pause the person. So I thought to myself, okay, so somebody else asked me if I have a New Year's resolution or somebody else says, like, what's the resolution for this year? This is my answer, sis. God is my solution this year. I don't have a New Year's resolution. God is my solution for the whole year. If you want to steal that from me, take it. Just say, when they ask you, what's your resolution, baby girl? Say, look. God is the solution for me this year because I have no control this year. Over the past few years, I've been seeing how it's crazy, it's uncontrollable. So God is the solution to everything that I want to do this year. And then you can say, have a great day. Don't that sound so nice? When they say it, just say, have a great day. God is my solution for this year. I am for that. If you are for that, just say for that, for that. Because I'm learning, I can't take on the whole year. I really can't. I can't take on the whole year. But what I can do when God wakes me up each and every day and he puts breath in my body and he allows me to see and walk and he allows me to experience things, I can take on the day. Mm, I'm going somewhere with this. Is We probably can't take on the whole year, but we can take on the day the each and every day that God gives us. So each day we can take a piece of ourselves with us. Each day we can work on a piece of us. We may not be able to focus on the whole year, but if we focus on the day, I bet you will have better results. So here's how it's going to be. Each day I'm going to work on a piece of myself. Each day, I'm going to work on a piece of my goal. Each day, I'm going to work on a piece of my attitude. Each day, I'm going to work on a piece of my healing journey. I'm going to work on a piece of it. I can't work on the whole thing for the whole year. I can't look at that right now. But if I look at a piece of each day, I feel better about it. So sis, I want to encourage you. As people are asking you, well, what are you going to do different? How are you going to show up different? Don't let that overwhelm you. 
You already know what you're going to say. God is the solution. But I want you to also step into this piece, that you're going to step into a piece of yourself each and every day, each and every day. What is the piece of you that you're going to focus on today and the days coming? What is the piece of you that you want to work on? I want to ask us this while we're talking about this. Can this be the year where we just be? Like, just be present or just be focused. Like, I want this to this to be the year where we can just be ourselves and just not have so many structures up and crazy things up, but just the year to focus and to be. I'm going to ask you this for our check-in question. I want to encourage you to create some quiet time after the show to think about these questions. And maybe you can write it down in your journal and your notes section in your phone. But remember, this is your check-in time to see where you are because this will help you to where you're going. So I want you to choose one. What is an area where you are just going to be this year? Do you need to be more restful this year? Like, are you tired and burnt out and you need to be more restful this year? Or do you need to be more present in an area this year? So those are the two. Do you need to be more restful this year? Or do you need to be more present this year? Choose one, sis, and let me know which one you chose. I am all about highlighting other sisters around the world that are doing the thing, that are going after all their goals and their dreams and being willing to say, okay, sometimes it was hard. I went through some stuff, but I'm here now. It's time to highlight a sister in the world, a woman that is doing the thing. I'm talking about that woman that makes you just say, yes, sis, you better do that thing. Welcome to the she can and the she did that section. Can you all guess who we are highlighting today? Can you take any guesses? Think of a woman that is really just doing the thing in the world right now. I'm going to give you all a guess. She normally says this. Hello there. I know y'all got to know. I know y'all got to know. I'm going to do it again. She says, hello there. Oh my gosh. Auntie Tab, better known as Tabitha Brown. I know y'all know Auntie Tab. If you don't know Tabitha Brown, after the show, you have to go on social media. You have to go on your internet browser and type in Tabitha Brown. And I tell you, as soon as you see her face and you hear her voice, you're instantly going to have peace. When I tell you she is a peaceful woman, it's something about her spirit. Can I get an amen, somebody? Like it's something about Auntie Tab's spirit that's like, it's so peaceful and it's so refreshing. And Auntie Tab is doing the thing. Can I get a yes, sis, for Auntie Tab? Auntie Tab is doing the thing. From her new preschool show, called Tab Time on YouTube. I'm not even in preschool, but I want to check that out. I want to be educated some more. Listen, if you have a child that is in preschool or young, make sure you turn on YouTube. It is a safe show. You ain't got to worry about the craziness. It is a safe show. They will be educated. It's called Tab Time and it's aired on YouTube. I'm telling y'all, you got to check it out. Then Auntie Tab came out with this new cooking seasoning called Sunshine All-Purpose Seasoning. Have y'all tried that yet? Ask me, have I tried that yet? Have I got the all-purpose Sunshine Seasoning? Your sis hasn't had that because your sis ain't been cooking. I 
need a sister right now from the She Can movement to just help me with my cooking skills, just please help me. That's all I'm asking. I'm just saying, sis, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Oh, we can't say neither. Don't judge me. J- just help me. But I say all this to say, Auntie Tab came out with this new sunshine all-purpose seasoning, y'all, and it sold out. You can't find it nowhere. She made a public announcement. She was like, y'all, look, when it's back, restock, I'm going to let y'all know. And speaking of when she let us know when it's back out there, can somebody pick up one for me? Just one. I didn't say five. I just want one because that's going to help me with my cooking skills. Sunshine all purpose. Maybe some sunshine will be on my cooking skills. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. If we have a sister's potluck, I am in charge of the plastic plates, the plastic cups, the plastic forks and knives and spoons. Look, I'm bringing all three and the juice. That's what I can bring. Listen, it's not my turn yet to bring a dish. It's not my turn, but I can bring the plasticware. Amen, somebody. You're going to thank me later. Then Auntie Tab came out with a new book, Feeding the Soul. I want to get my hands on that book, Feeding the Soul. Have y'all read that yet? If you have, how was it? I'm sure it was good because the title already got me together, Feeding the Soul. I got to grab that. And then her new restaurant in LA called Kale My Name, K-A-L-E, like the vegetable kale, Kale My Name. If I go to LA anytime soon, I got to go there. One thing that I think that I love about Auntie Tabitha is she doesn't mind talking about her struggle and she doesn't mind to tell you it wasn't easy. Can I get a yes, y'all? Because sometimes when you like arrive at a place or you've made it, like you be like, it took a while to get here. You think back over your life. When you came out of something, you can be quick to be like, look, sis, that was a hard one, but I came out of it. Okay. I know I have some of those stories. So a thing about Auntie Tab, I was reading this article about her. She went through this year of sickness. She was very depressed and she had a lot of anxiety going on with her. And she couldn't figure out what was going on with her body. She kept getting headaches, like headaches back to back to back. And she kept going to doctors and no one really had a solution for her. And they didn't really understand what was going on for her. And so she was kind of puzzled and miserable by all that was happening to her. And so one evening, her daughter, y'all, her daughter comes home from school and her daughter's like, mommy, can we watch this documentary that I watched at school today? I want us to watch it together. And Auntie Tab is like, you know, that's crazy when your child come home and they like, let's watch this documentary together. You ain't got no choice but to say yes. (laughs) So she turns, she's like, what's the name of the documentary? And y'all, y'all are not going to believe what the name of the documentary was or what it was. Watch this. Have y'all heard of the documentary, What the Health, that came out a few years ago called What the Health? The documentary that was talking about becoming plant-based and how meats um, can correlate to different diseases. It was all just about meats and eating better and eating whole foods. So her daughter says, let's watch this. So Auntie Tab had never heard about it. She turns on What the Health and after she finished it, she was so inspired and she went totally vegan and she never looked back. She was like, this is the answer to my headaches. This is the answer to my body. And guess what, y'all? Her headaches went away when she went vegan. And when she followed the 30-day challenge on the um, the 30-day, like I think it was like a whole challenge or like an eating better challenge with what the hell. 
I applaud Auntie Tad for that. Look, I applaud Auntie Tad for making the transition to be vegan because y'all, I want to be vegan. I'm not going to lie. I want to be vegan, but then I see Chick-fil-A and I'm like, I got to go. Then I'm getting ready to get on the interstate and I see the red light just magically pop on at Krispy Kreme and then I got to turn around and make a U-turn to go get the donut. I know I don't got to, but I do. I'm being honest. And that's why I just call myself a flexitarian. And why do I call myself a flexitarian? Because some days I'm vegan, because some days I'm vegetarian, because some days I eat meat, and some days I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a juicitarian where I just drink juice and juice my juices. Why? Like Auntie Sab says, because that's my business. How many of you are a flexitarian? I promise y'all I'm going to get better with this thing, but like, I just like to flex. It's so funny. One time, me and one of my girlfriends, we were going out to eat and she texted me. She was like, now I got to check in with you. Are you eating meat today? Are you a vegan today? What you doing? Because I'm trying to pick the restaurant. And I said, I love that she asked me that because today I'm vegan. (laughs) Come on, somebody. You can be vegan one day. You can be vegetarian one day. Why? Because that's your business, like Auntie Tab said. But on a serious note, y'all, I love Auntie Tab so much. And she won this NAACP award that was very, very well-deserved. She won the award. It was the Image Award for Outstanding Social Media Personality. And y'all, you have to read this article. Please, after the show, go to this article where she talks about her receiving this award. And y'all, she says this. I'm going to read this straight from the article. She says this. She says, there's to me no greater acknowledgement I didn't have to do a fancy movie. I didn't have to write a song. I simply showed up as me. My hope is that it helps other people to walk in their free self as well. Your authentic self works. Y'all, that's a word for us. Our authentic self works. We work just the way we are. Just the way we are. We work just being who we are, who we were created to be, we work. That was so freeing to hear that. Y'all, please write that down. I'm writing that down in my journal. Your authentic self works. Oh, that freed me. I love me some Auntie Tabitha. Please get connected with Auntie Tabitha. Oh my goodness. That just was refreshing to me. So Here's the next session that we're going into as we put a pin with highlighting Auntie Tab because she is doing the thing. And I just am so excited for all that's coming up next for her because she was talking about how before she reached this um, area in her life and the success she has, people don't know that she was Ubering and she was going in between jobs. And her video went viral from her doing this kind of like review on a whole food sandwich that she ate at Whole Foods. I'm not going to spill all that happened because I want you to go research more about Auntie Tabitha. But like that's why she won that won that award because she just showed up as herself. Oh man, you got to go read that. So putting a pin there, highlighting Auntie Tabitha. Now we're going into our sis, can we do that section? Oh, this section is probably going to make you laugh. This is the section where we come together to talk through things that make us ultimately ask each other this question. Can she do that? 
and can we do that as a sisterhood? This is the time where we come and talk about current issues or hot topics in the world that involve women that make us say, did that really happen? Can y'all guess who we are talking about today and not talking about in a negative way, but shedding some light on this? Can you, do you know, can you guess which woman I am going to be bringing to the forefront today? Can I get any guesses? Today we are talking about the Wendy Williams. Oh, ooh, I know, I know, I know. See, I know you probably like sis. Why did you have to go there? I know sis because I just had to, and you're gonna see why I had to. First of all, half of y'all are probably saying Wendy Williams is not my sister. Sis, can we take Wendy Williams in temporarily as a sister? Like, can we bring her into the She Can movement just for like a little bit? Like could we adopt her? Ooh, could we adopt her? Okay, maybe not. Could we just bring her in and say, okay, maybe we're helping our long lost sister? Can we say that? I don't, okay. I feel like you're giving me the side eye. I feel it through the microphone. I don't know. (laughs) Cause I know you probably like sis. Wendy is too much. She, first of all, she messy. Second of all, she don't be minding her business. And she always gossiping about things she don't know nothing about. I know, I know, but I just want to know if we could take her in real quick. Okay, I don't know. Let me know if we can take Sister Wendy in. I'm already in claim nurses. I know, because like, I'm sorry. Like sometimes we have those sisters that know better, they got to do better. And that's also me too. Because I sometimes I know better, but I don't do better. And so I just feel like in this case, with her doing what I'm about to say, we're kind of helping her out. So let's see how we can help her out. So the reason why I wanted us to bring her to the can she do that section is because Wendy Williams came for Auntie Tab. I know. So we just talked about Tabitha Brown, but Wendy came for Auntie Tab. So Auntie Tab retired her husband from the LA Police Department because in her words, that's her business. (laughs) And she's right. That is her business. She retired her husband from the LA Police Department. And she was talking about this, like how her and her husband within their marriage, they talked about when she reached a certain point in her career, she was going to retire him so he could go after his dream, which is the Teen Chance Basketball. And that's a program that teaches kids life skills through basketball. I think that's so cool. And so she was saying how when she reached a certain point, she was going to retire her husband. Now, before I go there, because I know you may be thinking, well, why is Auntie Tab retiring him? Why he ain't retiring her? Hold on. He did something like that for Auntie Tabitha too. So he, they both went through these great points in their marriage where they both were successful and they both did things like that. You got to go read about it. But the point is, Wendy Williams brought this to her show. And Wendy Williams basically brought this to her show. And she was like, basically projecting things on Auntie Tab's marriage and bringing things from her old marriage. So Wendy Williams was basically like, I've been through things like this before with my ex-husband. And I'm going to sit here and say that Tabitha Brown and her husband are probably going to divorce soon. First of all, Wendy, that's not your business. Second of all, why did you say that on national TV? Why did you, why did you do that? Because this is why we don't, this is why we 
barely bringing you into the she care movement right now. But we bring in everybody. So that's what I'm trying to let the sisters say. Bring her in. But Wendy, why did you do that? You don't know Auntie Tab's conversation with her husband, which was her business, if she wanted to retire him. So leave that alone. And I guess what I thought about when I saw all of that, like you all have to go see it. It's probably on YouTube where she does this. And she's like, now, if you know Tabitha Brown, where you've seen her all on social media and the internet, you see that she's a peaceful person. So first of all, Auntie Tab didn't even deserve this, but Wendy went there. And so Auntie Tab responds so beautiful. She's like, hello there. (laughs) You know her, hello there. And so she's like basically like responding to her in love and you got to go see it. But I learned a few lessons from this after researching it. And I was just like, just because something doesn't work out for us doesn't mean that it's going to work out for one of our sisters. Can I get an amen somebody? Like I know plenty of things that didn't work for me, but it worked for my sis. And I'm I'm fine with that because I'm rooting for my sis. So I can't project what happened to me onto her. Okay, that was the first thing I learned. Then I learned this. You, we, as sisters, can we not run to social media or can we not run and make these public announcements when we have a problem with our sister? First of all, Wendy created this to be her own problem because it wasn't even her business. Like, that's the pin there. (laughs) Boop. Like, Wendy stepped into territory. She's low. She stepped into private property when it said no trespassing because that was not your business. So you went into something that you weren't even supposed to be in. So I can't. So that's two different lessons. First of all, I guess the lesson is not mind your business. Okay, I got that. But then it's like, okay, if you do want to help a sister out and share something with her, there's a way to do it. You don't have to run to the internet and bash her. Take it to your television show and just go buck wild. Like it could have been a private conversation and not a public mess. Like she clearly could have went to Tabitha and been like, Tabitha, I had went through this in my last marriage. I retired my husband and... um. He we he basically left me or things didn't go right. I don't know what the circumstance was with Wendy, but like we divorced soon after. She could have told Tabitha that. Not well, I know y'all gonna divorce soon. You don't know that. You don't know that. What are y'all's thoughts on that? I know you probably like, see, this is what Wendy be doing, and you wanna bring her into the she can movement. I know. I just I know, but I'm just like, oh, I know. But can we help her out a little bit? What would you all have done if you were in that situation? Like, first of all, I know that you probably would have been like, that's that's on Auntie Tab. If she wants to do that, she wants to do that. And she, they both have worked so hard. And that's fine that she wants to retire him. We don't know what's going on in their marriage. And again, he did something similar to her. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. But I think the biggest thing I learned is that sisterhood is so important. And instead of us bashing one another, let's talk to each other in private if something goes on. And let's just ultimately just be there for one another. And like Auntie Tab said, and that's my business. Oh, I love that. I'm going to mind my business, Auntie Tab. I heard you. Oh, that was fun. 
Y'all, now we're transitioning into the fuel of the show. This is the time where you just come and you receive and you get the fuel that you need to take you through whatever you're going through. Maybe you may receive a tool, you may receive some encouragement, you may receive the sign. I don't know what it is for you, but this is the time to just be inspired and to hopefully help you walk into the woman you were created to be. I want to start by saying this as we start our fuel for today. Everything you think you can't do, you can do with God. I'm going to say that again, sis. Everything you think you can't do, you can do with God. Let that resonate for a minute. What have you been telling yourself that you can't do? What have you been beating yourself up about that you can't do? Everything you think you can't do, you can do with God. But it starts with reimagining yourself. How many of us need to reimagine ourselves? Like, do you need to reimagine yourself? Like, do you need to reimagine yourself as a woman, as a mom, as a businesswoman, as a person, as a human being? Like, have you not forgiven yourself for something? I'm going to be honest, though. Sometimes reimagining yourself is hard. When you have been through things, I'm going to talk about me right now. When you have been through things that have kind of burned you, I'm speaking for myself. It was, it's hard to kind of reimagine yourself as a new woman, as a new image, as a new purpose. When you have done things you were ashamed of doing or reimagining yourself as a changed person, like actually change and not going back to the old habit or the old thing. Like it's really hard to reimagine yourself overcoming an addiction or like actually getting your finances in order and budgeting. Like that may be hard for some of us to reimagine. It may be hard to reimagine yourself no longer smoking weed and letting go of weed and letting go of the drugs. It may be hard for you to reimagine not being like your family. Ooh, that may be hard when that's all you've been around and you see your actions kind of like them. That may be hard to reimagine for yourself. It may be hard for you to reimagine you going back to school when you'd have been out of school for years. It may be hard for you to reimagine yourself as a businesswoman or changing careers when you've been in a certain career for so long. It may be hard to reimagine that. I want you to think about what is it hard for you to reimagine about yourself as a woman? And then here's the thing. We hear verses like Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And we wonder, can we really do all things? Like, I've been there. Like, can I really do all things? Because, like, can I really? Like, if I really think about it, can I really? But I'm learning that Philippians 4.13 was never meant to scare us. It was meant to affirm us that we can. But before I even go into that, I can really relate to that feeling of not feeling like I can do all things. I can relate to that feeling of not reimagining myself as a woman. 
I can relate to that feeling of being so ashamed of myself and not feeling like I can actually change or I can actually heal from my past. Because I literally at a point in my life, I didn't even have the strength to reimagine. I didn't have the strength to see myself the way God saw me. When I was a teenage girl, I had an abortion. And I went through this very dark time. It was so rough for me, y'all, because I was so embarrassed and I was so ashamed. And I kept asking myself, how did you get here? How did you get here, Najma? Like, how did you go from point A to point B? How did you land here? What brought me to this? How did I stumble like this? I was so embarrassed. Mm-mm. I didn't even think I was going to go here today on the podcast, but I'm going to go here anyway. I was so embarrassed about my actions and what I had done. And I went through this dark season where I was so afraid to talk to God. It was almost like I was hiding from God. I was like in the background, like I was so numb when I went through this season. I was so numb. And so I felt like, first of all, I was so ashamed with myself. I was like, if I can't even forgive myself, I know that God can't forgive me. And so I just hid. Because before my abortion, I had dreams. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be an actor in a movie. I wanted to start my own TV show. I enjoy helping people and serving others. And so I wanted to be a missionary. I wanted to travel the whole world. Just wanted to serve. But after that happened to me, I felt like I lost a piece of me. My dreams were crumbling day by day. I felt like I lost my identity. I was so angry with myself. And you know, when you're angry with yourself, you're angry with the world. If you've been there, just say me too, sis. I was angry with the world. I was angry with myself. I was scared to talk to God. I was hiding from everything. I was dodging stuff because I was so ashamed. And like I told y'all, I was was hiding from God. So, you know, when you're hiding from God, you have really no communication with God. And so since I wasn't really communicating with God, I found the only way that I could communicate with God at the time was writing to him because I was so numb at what happened. I didn't know what to say. And I remember this day so clearly, y'all. I was sitting on the porch, numb, sitting in my feelings, sitting in my stuff, sitting in my mess. And during that season, it was dark. It was dark. It was almost like I felt like I couldn't even see the light. And I was sitting there, I was writing, feeling like God was upset with me, but I was still writing. And while I was writing, 
to God about all my feelings and my frustrations and my shame and my embarrassment, I heard these two words. She can. I heard them again. She can. I heard it a third time. She can. Then I kept thinking to myself, what is she can? God, why are you bringing that to my mind? She can. I'm talking about my pain and you're bringing up she can. I felt like in that moment, sis, in that very moment, God was speaking to me and he was saying, you're asking me what she can is. She is you. Because I was going through so much doubt and shame. And in that moment, God kept affirming me and he was saying, you can still have your own show one day. Because remember, I was telling you about my dreams before I went through the abortion. You can still be an actor one day, Najma. You can still do the missionary work and serve people like you want to do. You can still travel the world. You can heal from this, Najma. I know you don't see bright days. I know you're seeing dark days right now, but you can heal from this, Najma. And I felt like God was saying to me, this abortion wasn't meant to mess you up. It was meant to set you up to be the woman I created you to be. Y'all, that day, I'm trying not to go back to that day, but I'm going back to that day. I felt like God in that moment also said to me, and I heard you, because right after my abortion, I kept asking for forgiveness over and over and over because I was so ashamed. I was so upset. And I was like, I have just, I have sunk down deep. And I felt like I heard God say to me, and I heard you when you asked me for forgiveness. And I forgive you, Najma. And I love you. Mm-mm-mm. Now you forgive yourself and reimagine yourself. That is what I felt that day as I was sitting on my porch after months of depression and shame and guilt. As I continue writing, I felt like I was hearing this. You have to reimagine yourself so you can experience all the things I have created for you. And it's so crazy because I've always tried to escape my past. But I felt like God was saying, no, don't escape your past. Embrace your past. And on that day, when I was sitting on my porch as a teenage girl, that is the day she can was birthed. And she was me. In one of my darkest days, in one of my darkest hours, in one of the darkest moments in my life, God had to remind me that he loved me and he had forgiven me. So since I came to tell you this, 
that your past wasn't meant to mess you up. It was meant to set you up. Your past wasn't meant to mess you up. It was meant to set you up to be the woman that God created to be. It was meant to set you up to walk through with the plan that he has over your life. Your past wasn't meant to mess you up. It was meant to set you up to be the woman to tell your testimony to other women. Your past wasn't meant to break you down. It was meant to show others that there's a God in you, that you can change, that you can reimagine yourself as a woman. No matter what you have gone through or no matter what you have done, you can still be the woman God created you to be. And I want to remind you, sis, that you can heal from this. I don't know what you need to heal from, but you can heal from it. I know that some days feel dark and you feel like giving up, but you can heal from it. I know you think that God has forgotten about you, that he doesn't love you anymore, but you can heal from it. And I want to scratch the line that the enemy has been telling you that God hasn't forgiven you, that God doesn't love you. The devil is a liar. God has forgiven you. God loves you. God still has a plan over your life. You can heal from this. So I want you to start reimagining the woman you were created to be, sis. I want you to start reimagining who you thought you were years ago before you went through that thing. I want you to start reimagining the girl that you always dreamed of, the woman that you wanted to be. So start reimagining yourself as the millionaire. Start reimagining yourself as the politician. Start reimagining yourself as the chef. Start reimagining yourself as the author and the business woman and the career changer. Start reimagining yourself as the overcomer, the woman who has overcome things in her past, the woman who has overcome her addictions, the woman who has overcome the things that the enemy thought was going to keep her down. Start reimagining yourself as the woman God created you to be. And since every time the devil tries to knock you down, you get back up. You get back up so you can heal. You get back up and find a therapist to help you through this. You get back up and ask God for his strength and his mercy and his guidance and his comfort. You get back up and you try that thing again every time the devil tries to knock you down. Every time you fall back, you get back back up. Every time you feel like you're falling low, just say, God, I need your help. God, I feel weak. I need you, God. Why? Because she can and she is you. And she can do all things with God. Philippians 4.13 doesn't say you can do some things through Christ who strengthens you. It says you can do all things. And I believe that for you, sis, that you can do all things, no matter your past, no matter the things you've done. Sometimes as women, we stay stuck because of the things that have happened to us in our past, and we can't see the light in the dark tunnel. But I came to remind you today, sis, what God told me in my dark tunnel, that Your past wasn't meant to mess you up, but it was meant to set you up for what he has for you. And I know that's hard reimagining yourself. I know that's hard reimagining yourself after the miscarriage or after the abortion like me or after the heartbreak or after the divorce or after the thing you went through as a little girl. 
or after the thing that you've told no one about, it's hard to reimagine yourself. But can you reimagine yourself with me, sis? I'm still going through this. Trust me, it's a work in progress, me reimagining myself, me forgiving myself, me reminding myself that God loves me. Can you do that with me, sis? Can we reimagine ourselves together? I didn't expect to go this deep on the first episode of the She Can Show, but I guess I'll say this. Welcome to the She Can Movement. The movement where you don't have to come perfect. The movement you can come where you're listening and the kids are yelling in the background. The movement you can come with your wig on or your wig off. The movement that you can come and just be yourself if you have fears or insecurities or if you have doubts. The movement where you can just come and show up if you got your lashes on or no lashes. Come on, somebody. I don't got on no lashes right now. The movement you can come and just be you. Your authentic you. The She Can Movement is here to remind you that there is no better time than now to be the woman God created you to be. So, sis, I want you to get plugged in. I want you to get plugged into our Facebook group, our She Can Movement Facebook group. I want you to get plugged into our weekly fuel. If you need more fuel throughout the week, I want you to get plugged into our weekly fuel devotionals that are sent directly to your email inbox to encourage you through your week. I want you to get connected with all the other She Can tools at shecanmovement.org. Because this, after I shared my business, we sisters now. (laughs) We sisters now. I didn't say it all this. I didn't told you all my business. I didn't told you my secret. My secret. The thing I am working on, not being so ashamed of and beating myself up for. But sis, I think that you have something too that you're ashamed of and that you're working through. And I want to remind you that she can and she is you. And I'll leave you with this, sis. She's still there. She's not gone. Go and get her. She's ready to come back. She is you. I love you, sis. I thank you for tuning in today. I thank you for having some sister time with me today. I thank you for letting me be vulnerable and transparent, something I didn't think I was going to do today. So look, you never know what you're going to expect on the She Can Show. But thank you for being with me today. I love you. I'm here for you. Let's reimagine ourselves together. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with another sister that you know needs it. Share it with her. Invite her to the She Can movement. Make sure you are subscribed to the She Can Show and leave a review. Tell us how you enjoyed it. Send me a message. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or email me. Do something. Tell me how you enjoyed today's episode or if you could resonate with any of it. Until next time, sis, I love you and thank you again for tuning into the She Can Show.
Thank you for tuning into the She Can Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it with a friend or family member. Make sure you subscribe to the show and make sure that you also stay connected to the show. So leave a review. Tell us how you enjoyed it. And if you want to keep up with the She Can Movement, make sure that you go to shecanmovement.org so you can stay plugged in. Well, until next time, thank you for tuning in to the She Can Show.